Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is David. And my name is Emily. Today, we will be discussing the stages of motor learning. So motor learning is defined as a set of internal processes associated with practice or experience, leading to relatively permanent changes in the capability for motor skill. Motor learning is a complex process because there needs to be spatial, temporal, and hierarchical organization within the central nervous system in order to learn new skills. According to Fitz and Posner, there are three main stages of motor learning, which include the cognitive stage, the associative stage, and the autonomous stage. The Fitz and Posner model of motor learning works as an excellent framework, which we can utilize to develop training strategies to help an individual learn new tasks or help them advance current tasks that they perform. It is important to note that these stages of motor learning do overlap each other. They are not fixed or isolated stages. Now, let's dive into the first stage, which is the cognitive stage. This is the what to do stage. In this stage, the learner has to figure out what to do, so the clinician should be providing frequent positive feedback. During this stage, the learner is beginning to develop an understanding of the task. Cognitive mapping is being developed by the learner to assess their abilities and demands of the task to be learned. It is important to note that the cognitive stage requires immense concentration and attention from the learner. As a clinician, there are several things you should and can do to promote the appropriate learning environment for a patient who is in the cognitive stage of learning. So let's dive into these recommendations. You should always demonstrate the task several times to help the learner establish an appropriate reference of correctness. Difficult tasks can be broken down into parts. Bilateral transfer technique can be used if appropriate. This is a technique when the same skill is learned on different individual extremities. Manual guidance may be utilized while the learner is performing a movement. Extrinsic feedback is more beneficial compared to intrinsic feedback. And concurrent feedback or feedback given after every trial can help the learning process during early stages. When giving feedback, you should first provide the learner with knowledge of results before providing knowledge of performance. Knowledge of results relates to how successfully a skill has been performed. This is usually associated with the outcome. Knowledge of performance relates to the information about how the action was performed. You want to provide continued encouragement to the learner to keep them motivated. And variable feedback helps to improve retention and increase depth of cognitive processing. This type of feedback includes summed, fading, and bandwidth feedback. And finally, have the learner practice in a stress-controlled environment to reduce errors. You can achieve this by focusing on distributed practice 
or blocked practice. You can also have the learner perform mental practice to help reduce anxiety, improve performance, and improve learning. Now I will hand it over to David, who will be discussing the associative stage and the autonomous stage of motor learning. Thanks for that handoff, Emily. Time to run this episode in for that touchdown. We can go all the way. All right. Now, how to do it? Well, that's the associative phase. During this stage, the learner has already acquired the basic movement patterns and concentrates more on their performance and reining the skills. There is increased spatial and temporal organization components of the movement. There will be a reduction of errors and extraneous movements. The learner will use problem-solving skills to self-correct whenever those errors come up. The learner is going to depend more upon proprioceptive feedback and less upon visual feedback really going with what they feel instead of what they see. During this stage of learning, there is decreased cognitive monitoring as well, and intrinsic feedback should be the focus. Throughout this learning phase, there should be continuous knowledge of performance and continuous knowledge of results. The physical therapist should intervene whenever errors become consistent while stressing more so on the functional outcomes. Variable feedback will be practiced with some bandwidth and fading to improve retention. The physical therapist will want to encourage consistency with movement. Something that's very important in this learning process is that motivating the learner should be performed. So continue providing that valuable feedback. As you progress through the process, you'll move more so towards an open environment, so change it up. The learner is now going to be trained for transitioning into home, community, and even the work setting. You'll want to be using that variable practice order. Achieving success is what we strive for, so this aspect is going to be a part of the autonomous stage. This stage of motor learning is the final stage, and it's achieved after extensive practice. The movements will become automatic, accurate, consistent, and efficient. Although we are in autonomous stage of motor learning, the learner will still continue to improve motor movements and mostly be error-free. We're going to have highly organized spatial and temporal components of movements with a reduction of cognitive monitoring. The learner can now concentrate on how to succeed at personal goals or competitive sports. The learner can perform equally well in predictable environments or in unpredictable environments. When errors are present, you'll provide occasional feedback as knowledge of performance and knowledge of results. You'll also want to utilize mass production. Now that you understand the stages of motor learning, here's a quote from Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal.
It is the courage to continue that counts. So that's right, warriors. You got to have the courage to continue. Stand up and fight for your dream. Stand up and fight for yourself. Stand up and go pursue this dream with every single thing that you got. You can do this. We all believe in you. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior. And you will pass. As always, thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also go check out all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.